straight talk uncut hey everybody tell us how you doing thanks for coming back to another edition of straight talk uncut and this is being recorded on march 2nd 2016 and you can probably tell that i'm out and about again i'm recording this uh recording this on on a commute i'm on the way for a little simple project so uh and as i pass by pike's peak i'm urged to pull over but the traffic is kind of crazy but man it's like these moments right here to where you see a shot and it's like do i pull over on the shoulder and take it or you know do i just enjoy it and, and keep on and, and, and not stress out about trying to capture the shot i think i'm just gonna keep driving but it's a beautiful sight it's like a storm is rolling in so they're like clouds rolling over uh, Pikes Peak, and they're, and they're still snow capped, so it's just, just beautiful. Um, but anyway, let me go ahead and, and, and uh, tell you guys the quote for this episode. And it's by Ralph uh, Waldo Emerson. It goes like this. To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you into someone else is the greatest accomplishment. Again, to be yourself in a world that is the greatest accomplishment. Again, that's by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And hopefully I quoted that exactly because I, you know, I memorized it so um cuz I can't read while I'm driving. So um, a little documentary on YouTube by an artist, a percussion artist that I've never heard of before, but I can't rem- even remember what compelled me to watch this documentary. But her name is uh Evelyn Glenn or Evelyn Glenny last name is spelled g-l-e-n-n-i-e evelyn glenn and this quote goes so hand to hand with that with that documentary first of all she's uh i want to say she's in her 50s now something like that 50s maybe 60s but she's she's been doing this since she was 12 years old she's been a, a like a percussion artist that's the only thing she's done she's been a percussion artist since she was 12. And the thing about it is, she's she's she went deaf. She started going deaf at around that age, you know, in her tween teenager years, she started to go deaf. And I think she's completely deaf now, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But the thing that um, is so compelling about about this this documentary is, I mean, she's mastered her craft. But but not that I mean if to for anyone list for for the layman, she's mastered her craft. Long a long time ago to to me to my ears she's mastered it a long time ago because they play, you know they they play uh, performances of hers throughout the years you know when she was twenty when she was thirty for you know up until now, and it when you see her play, she's even now you know she's not going through the motion she, it's it's. When you see her play then and see her play now, you see the same emotions from her. You, you know, it's not like she was way enthusiastic then. And you see that with a lot of musicians. Matter of fact, I, I did this project uh, last year. I started this project, and it was it was about musicians. And you can see it on tellusphoto.com. Click on the music, um, the music project, and that's something that I always loved about passionate musicians because you can that's something you can see it's the same way with a painter 
a passionate painter. Um, you can see the passion in it. You know, you can see the passion in the creation. You can see the passion as they're doing their job. And with, with photography, it's a little different because you, it's, it's like you see the passion of a photographer trying to capture the image, like when he's when he's looking for the composition or whatever. You see that passion, but when that when that camera comes up to his eye, everything else stops. And then once the pic image is taken, then you see the, the expression of the passion afterwards. Or if it's if it's like on film, the wonderment of did I get the shot? But back to the quote. So what what uh what was so profound about this lady Evelyn Glenn is that she tried to get into this um, I can't remember the name of the of the school and 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 um, the commentary about this particular in incident was by the people who you know who who like approve it was it's, it's this world renowned mu musical school I, I can't remember I think it's in London I'm, I'm not sure I can't remember but she was trying to get in and then once they found out she was deaf the guy who was uh telling this part of the story you know he was one of the one of the uh jurors one of the administrators that um enrollment administrators whatever you call it the people who you know look at listen uh who, who look at applications and say whether or not they're going to let someone in right so they're looking at her application and then um you know they see that she's deaf now this is before hearing any any now this is a musical school is this is a school for musicians so they based this off the initial you know initially they based based whether they're going to let her in or not off of uh she that she's deaf now mind you this is a musical school and you know it's a school for musicians so that you think that would be the first thing that they judge on so pretty much they would you know the comments that the guy was saying that was made amongst him his peers was that you know pretty much maybe she should just go and be deaf you know there's no way she's going to be a musician maybe she should just go somewhere and just be a deaf person like whatever that is and you know it's, it's like that's what we as artists subject ourselves to when and no, 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 I won't even say it as artists, as people, as human beings. You know, it's like people have an idea of what something or someone should look like, what what job they should be. And I remember when I was a when I was a real estate broker. This is when I had my my dreadlocks, you know, and I and I and I have a, a very, you know, I, actually I won't say this is not my words, this these are words that people said. I remember, I probably mentioned it here before, I remember meeting this uh, lady at a meetup. She was a mortgage broker, you know, I'm a real estate broker, and we were trying to, um, you know, we were trying to, like, you know, network, right? And she couldn't get past my appearance. She was, she kept saying, you should go be, like, now, I'm not, This is, these are her actual words. I'm not fucking, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I'm not, these, these are not my words. But she was like, uh, and, and and again, the, I've heard I've heard similar remarks from other people. She, you know, she said, "Why are you a real estate broker? You should go be like a model." 
And then, and then she also said, no one is going to take you serious as a real estate broker. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? You know, like, and, 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 and then let me further go into this. Now, I had my own thoughts of her, but when she told me she was a mortgage broker, I just took it as that. She's a mortgage. I didn't go past anything until we start. we got into this discussion, right? And so she started telling me, you know, she started making up like 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 explaining why she said that first of all she was jewish you know she went on to tell me she was jewish she didn't look jewish to me and 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 um and she said you know i, I told her i said well you don't you don't look jewish and, and you know and and I, i'm just basing her on the stereotypical what i think jewish people look like but so when i said that i wasn't being you know judgmental or whatever because she told me that she purposely do that she dyes her hair and she had her um i can't remember she had a piece of jewelry oh what was it that she that she hides it was a necklace and she she hides it in her shirt and then she took it out and showed me um was it like a like a maybe it was a menorah or something on on a chain it was a locket and she said she's how she hides it now we ain't color this is color like, like i don't i have no idea what um steer or what what sort of racism jewish people um go through you know i you know like like on a daily basis i have i mean i i, I know based on history yeah but i don't know you know from experience of course i can't but she went on to tell me the type of stuff and then she went on to tell me the type of stuff that i was going to encounter being this black dude with dreads mind you i had been i've been you know i had already been real estate for like four years but she was trying to tell me this like like i was unaware of like racism and stuff like that but she had this idea of of who i should be and what i should be and she couldn't she couldn't get past that you know, she she for she, she just couldn't get past. I mean, we couldn't even talk real estate. We couldn't even talk. Um, you know, and I'm like, I'm I'm here to, to like network and see what sort of uh, clients she take on to see if we can work together. But we we went on this other path, and it was just she just couldn't. I don't I don't know. So this documentary, when when I saw it about this Evelyn uh, Glenn, you know. Not only the fact that she went through that, she did. She she finally ended up getting accepted into that school because they did listen to her music, and they were like, you know, she's she's amazing, and she, and she is, you know. And this was at uh, what like 18 years old when when they listened to her, and um, but not only that, she's still doing it. Actually, I, I can't remember the year of that documentary, but it was it was like 2010, 2011. So. As far as I know, she was still still doing it. She was, matter of fact, she was getting ready for a performance. You know what I mean? So she didn't let society's um, perception of what a deaf person should do change her. You know, just you know, I mean, look how many. There, there's other examples like Stevie Wonder, uh, uh, Ray Charles. You know, there's other examples of people like this with 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 some kind of affliction or you know born a certain kind of way who society if they didn't have what it took to be themselves and to do the thing they wanted to do 
we wouldn't we wouldn't even know of them. So that's what you have to do when when you're an artist, when you when you're doing your projects, when you when you want to create. Uh, and it, it took me a, it took me a long time to to get back to that because you know initially I, I that's how I started I just I was just creating the thing I wanted to create but then I got to where I was like you know I only want to do this so how can I do this and make money then I started doing stuff that um you know society said this would this this is gonna make you you know people gonna take you serious as a photographer like. If you say, if someone says, like, you're a photographer, like, if someone asks you, what do you do? You say, you're a photographer. And then they say, what kind of photography? If you say anything other than <laughs> uh, wedding photographer, portrait photographer, you know, something that they can readily identify, they're not going to know what you're talking about. It's just like if some if if someone's a professor, and this is a valid occupation, if someone says they that they are a professional I'm a professional podcaster. That's what I do. What 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 is that? What do you mean? I'm a podcaster. And and just because they don't they don't have any idea of what that is, you know, you can't let that sway you. You can't let that get in the way of what what it is that you do. You can't like get discouraged, you know, by by because of their ignorance and because because of their lack of knowledge you can't let that sway you from what you're doing so no matter how strange someone else may think it is what you're doing you have to do it with all your heart you have to just do that and be you because in the end we all get old we, we're all gonna die that's that's a hundred percent guarantee we're all gonna get old and we're all gonna die so at that at that final dance and when you know when you when you're at that, 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 that those final moments are you you know what are you going to think about yourself what are you are you going to say well i i did what everybody else wanted me to do i, I was the thing that everybody wanted me to do or you know are you going to be able to say i did i was me you know and, and i and i've talked about this similar you know thing before maybe in another context but that I, I, is my theory of why so many celebrities crash and burn. Not, not just celebrities, but I've seen successful people crash and burn. Um, I remember I remember when I, I used to sell cars. Yeah, I, I used to sell cars. And, uh, and I remember there was this guy who was just a monster. I mean, he was, an, he was a veteran like I was. There was a lot of vet. Matter of fact, 90% of the car salesmen at the dealership I worked at were veterans of all kinds, like merchant marines. There was a, a guy who was a merchant marine, army, air force, uh, you know, uh, and there was actually still some people who were who were active duty reserve and stuff like that. But there was this guy, he was an ex, he was an army vet, and he was a monster. He was, I mean, he just led the sales board every month. He was a monster, right? Like. And, and and but he was he was just so like I, I don't know what the word is he 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 just he was just different from everybody else in, in a way so and I and I was like this guy's gonna like be, you know he, he's gonna be a, be a star you know he's gonna like be a, a sales star so later when I uh, 
when my wife and I was looking for our first home to purchase. So I was, you know, 22, 23, something like that. This is before we had kids. Um, we were riding. No, no, actually, no. This was, We were looking for our second house to purchase. We had bought our little town home, and we had, we had my daughter. My daughter was probably a year old, and I remember this because we were looking at, we, we went to an open house. It was a nice little house, nice neighborhood, and it had a park across the street, and I remember uh, when we left the open house, uh, the showing of this house, we stopped and played at the park, and then uh, when we were getting back in, I was driving down the road, you know, we were leaving the neighborhood, and I saw this guy, and I was like, wait a minute, I stopped the car, I backed up, I'm like, he was out doing yard work, I said, this guy looked familiar, and, and, and I hadn't seen him in probably two years, I had, I had, I was back into working, working with the DOD, I, you know, I had left, um, I had, I had stopped selling cars, because it, it, it was just crazy hours, I mean, you know what I mean, like, it, it, I, I like, I actually like selling cars, but, at, you know, after I had my daughter, uh, I, I could no longer be on that car lot from pretty much 5 a.m. to like, I mean, I remember one time I was there to 11 o'clock at night. Um, so anyway, I, I saw this guy, right? And I, I stopped and I was like, hey, man, you know, how's it going? Like, you still selling cars? And he had this look on his face. He's like, nah, man. And I, and I was shocked. You know, I was like, I was like, dude, what? Why? I mean, you you were like a star. You know, you were like a star on the car lot. And he never even like he wasn't even like a shady, like you know he didn't cheat people. He was just just a down to earth guy. You know, I, I really I really liked him. Matter of fact, he was one of the first guys that approached me because when when you're a new guy at the car lot, you got to prove yourself. But he approached me. Matter of fact, this was like one of the only times he actually approached me. And uh, he said, hey, man, come here. You know, he sat me down. He took me to one of the cars that was on the showroom floor. Matter of fact, it was a uh, Buick um, Grand Marquis. No, no, not a Grand Marquis. It was a Buick, um, what was the car? It was like the first, it was a first year body design. I can't remember. But anyway, he sat me in the car, right? He was in the driver's seat. I was in the passenger seat. And again, the car sitting on the showroom floor. And he said, uh, sell me on this car. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, sell me on this car. Now, out of nowhere, he just, this, you know, he just, he just did this. I, I, I've never said more than two words to the guy except for, you know, hey, what's up? Because he was the star. You know what I mean? And um, so he i couldn't sell him you know i was like uh, you know uh, i don't know what you want me to say then he proceeded to sell me the car i mean he knew that car in and out up and like everything stuff i never even knew about this car it was a sedan it was a four-door sedan and it had like an air compressor in the back and he just he went through all this stuff you know and i was just like and, and first for ever since then that guy left an impression on me but I remember when I saw him, I know I'm, making, I'm dragging this out, but I'm going to get to the point. I saw him, and then I was like, uh, you know, so what happened? He was like, he's like that, that guy you saw in that car lot, he, that, it wasn't me. And he was like, uh, it, it wasn't me. He's like, you, you guys don't know what I went through to do that job. He's like, I went home every day. I, I drank, you know, I, I because it, it, was, it just wasn't me. And I was like, I, I couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand because I knew 
how much money he was making from his sales. It's no secret. He was making a lot of money. And um, so I couldn't I couldn't understand. I couldn't understand what, what he meant when he was saying it wasn't him, you know, like, but he, but he went on to explain all this other stuff. He's like, yeah, just because I could, I could do, I was doing a good job. That doesn't mean that was this thing. That's the thing that I meant to do. He said he did that because everybody said he would be good. He would be a good salesperson. Everybody always told him that. So that's what he did. You know, like he was like, even in the army, you know, uh, people always told him, man, when you get out, you should, you should be a sales because because he had a he had charisma. And anytime uh, you know someone has charisma and things like that, what well, what do you what do you say? You say, man, that died, he can sell an ice or Eskimo. You know, that's what that's what that's one of the phrases. You can say an ice or Eskimo. And uh, but it wasn't him, so he crashed and burned for a while. And when I saw him, he was on the upswing. He was he was picking himself back up. You know, he was getting his life right. He he was a family man then, and he knew what was important. You know, he was he was uh, like I say, he was doing yard work. He was raking leaves and stuff, and I could never uh, see this guy doing it. But that's what he was doing, and um, and so, you know, again, you know, not only do you see celebrities do this because they 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 play a part, <laughs> you know, they play a part, and then when you do see celebrities being real being themselves you know laying their crazy out then that's it's a backlash on that like um when you know when people see like celebrities like kanye west and, you know do crazy shit well part of that is you know is is him you know he's, he's kind of a crazy guy you know people only see that if you follow his career you know he's always been like like even before he was famous when he was just producing like one of the first stories was like how he went into this um to 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 interview for in front of la la reed he was talking about how he's gonna destroy um jermaine dupree then not knowing that that was his dad you know what i mean so you know stuff like that so he's always done stuff like that um but when we see these these celebrities just flake and, and just fall apart, it's because they they just figured out, hey, I have no identity. You know, they they've been made, they've been told who they should be forever. You know, they they people have told them what to wear, what to do, where to go, who to be, and they didn't have no sense of of anything. You know what I mean? It's like somebody who it, it's just. It, but when you when you are able to not listen to that and, and just be yourself, again going back to this quote, I know I drink I drug this one out. That that is the greatest accomplishment when you can be on your deathbed and and, and say, no matter what, I was me. I did what I wanted to do. I did my thing. So um, that's it, man. I'm I'm almost close to my destination, but. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to put links to that to that uh, documentary. It's a little short documentary, a little two-parter on YouTube about that lady, Evelyn Glenn. And, I mean, it's going to inspire you. You know, I, I like that's why I like looking at documentaries, not just about photography, but just about, you know, especially when it's unknown people, people I've never heard of. And I'm like, why have I, I maybe even heard of music, just didn't know it was her. But it's astounding when she's a master. She, I mean, you just have to see. It. If you love music, 
you would, you would know, you know, you would know how awesome, awesome it is, uh, you know, what you're doing and, and, to, and to be deaf on top of it. So that's it for now. Thank you guys for joining in. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Straight Talk Uncut. Again, if you got any questions, comments, got something you want to say, tell us at straighttalkuncut.com. Oh, by the way, um, I'm slowly, I'm slowly uh, turning, you know, activating my sights again. I got past that um, that problem I was having being hacked. I finally got a email back from um, from Lunar Pages. The Lunar Pages tech guy said, you know, that the the course of action I took is working. So now I got to figure out which which site was causing causing the problem. So anyway, if you if you go there and something's not working right, just send me an email. Tell us at straighttalkuncut.com. Um, so that's it for now. Thank you guys for listening. Talk to you next time. Like I always say, I don't know a lot, but what I do know, I talk straight about. Hey, talk to you guys next time.